This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. guys had a good week. I just wanted to come on here really quickly and do a quick video,、uh, share a few announcements. So, one, I think the feedback I'm getting about、um, the video, a lot of the QAs is that sometimes、uh, hitting about 45, 50 minutes an hour is a little long for people's attention span. And so, I am going to reel that in and do interviews that will only be about like 20, pushing it would be 30 minutes, unless it's someone that's Really specializes in an area that we can all、uh, do well by learning from. And so, going forward, I will be transitioning to more 20, 30 minute videos. All right, I'm sure by now you guys have heard of Carnover 75 Hard. If you have not joined, you are always welcome to join. It's pretty much a revolving door. You are welcome to join. And even if you don't start the same time as everyone else, that is not an issue. There are many people that are just starting yesterday. And so, please feel free to join. You have the support of the Facebook community as well as a community that uses the hashtag. People are very supportive and always willing and wanting to support one another. It's a movement, and I highly recommend that you join. All right, so I think the last announcement、um, if you guys haven't seen by now, we are doing an all city. Carnivore 75 Hard Meetup, and you are welcome to join even if you are not doing the Carnivore 75 Hard Community Challenge. I highly recommend you go and break meat with the people that are in your community that will understand why you eat a more meat centric, meat focused diet and share your struggles, share your joys, and share things that many people will not understand if they are not eating a carnivore diet. So, I highly recommend going. We so, so far have over 23 cities. And so, you know, you are welcome to host in your city. It could just be one other person with you that is eating meat. It will be an amazing experience. And the powerful thing is that all over the country, we are meeting on the same day, around the same day, and breaking meat together just to show that we are all in this together.
All right, so I am going to answer a few Q and A's every now and then on my YouTube channel. So the question that I really wanted to address today is, do I need to eat a nose to tail carnivore diet? So here are my three things. All right, one, anecdotally, you probably don't need to. If you are able to eat a carnivore diet and remove majority of the seed oils, remove majority of the processed oils and the processed foods and the sugars, then if you just eat ground beef and steaks and muscle meats and that's pretty much all you eat, I still think your body is going to be much better than it was when it was just eating processed foods and the standard American diet. So that said, if you don't really like organ meat and um, bone broth and bone marrow and all those you know, fancy fats, you don't really have to eat it. Obviously, it's better if you eat like fish and have just an array of different meats, but if you really don't want to, and but if you wanna just eat steak every day, I don't think it's a problem. Anecdotally, there are several carnivores in the carnivore space that are veterans. Uh, there is, I'm forgetting his name, but his last name is Washington, and he primarily just eats pork. I don't even think he eats the pasture-raised organic ones. I think he just eats pork. Uh, there is Kelly Hogan who primarily has said she eats ground beef and she even eats it oftentimes because she has kids and she's a teacher and she's really busy that she'll just get it through the drive-thru and her markers are great. I mean, she's been a carnivore for 10 years. Um, I know that Joe and Charlene, they do not eat um, organic. They choose the flavor of conventional meat and again, they are okay as well. So I think I know that we try to be perfectionists. It's it kind of funny because we go from one end where we're eating crap every day and eating standard American diet and we don't care as much about what we're consuming. We're eating much less meat and we're eating a lot of grains and all this other stuff. And then we go to the other end and we're like, oh my gosh, I need to make sure that I'm hitting every macronutrient, every micronutrient. I need to open up chronometer and dial into all these calculators and make sure that I have every single nutrient tick and tied. But the reality is guys, those numbers, those daily values are based off of a standard American diet. So we don't know. We don't know if we need those things, those, those amount of percentages for all the nutrients based on a meat centric diet. And I think what goes to show is that with all these veterans, although they are anecdotal, they are showing that these people thrive even on a meat-based diet that is not nose to tail. So my first thing is if you can't deal with or like, or you prefer not to eat organ meats and the rest of the nose to tail, the bone, the meat around the bone, the fatty bits and the grizzle and all that stuff, that's fine. I don't think it's a huge deal. I think over time, maybe you can expand and try, but if at the end of the day, you don't really like it, then fine. I'd rather you eat meat and be healthy in so many other ways than to just go back to a standard American diet because a nose-to-tail diet is not working for you. Number two, all right, so I already talked a little bit about how many of us like to count macros and make sure we get that sweet spot of what's the protein to fat ratio and calories. And I just wanna say, let's take it back to how our great, 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 great grandparents ate where they had no calculators and they had no idea what level of caloric density they needed to consume. Obviously there are ideals. Obviously there are ways that we can manipulate our bodies into ways that are maybe have these superhuman physiques. That is up to you, but if you want to just do carnivore and heal, 
I think the best thing is to trust your body. So initially, if you know, you may try to eat more protein and less fat and then you don't feel good, then maybe up the fat. If you start to have runs, that doesn't mean that you don't do well with fat. That is probably a gut issue and we can talk about that stuff later. But you know, if you take some digestive enzymes some hydrochloric acid to increase your stomach acid, then you could probably tolerate more fat. But you need to find that sweet spot where your energy does not tank after you eat a big um, piece of steak and that you can thrive. So you need to figure that out. So when people ask me, how much should I eat? What are the macros? What is the protein to fat? My answer is always like it's really like it depends on your body. So I don't like doing that. I also don't like counting calories. So I think you should heal, right? So get to a place where your body is thriving that you really have no physical symptoms. So if that means that you have to eat five pounds of meat a day, please eat that meat. And then once you heal, then you can start pulling lever levels. Then you can start pulling levers. You can start fasting. You could start extended fasting and finding ways to lose weight in a healthy way. Our bodies do not naturally want to be overweight. And so I highly recommend that you just heal first and then you can start tweaking in ways to then define your body much better. So going with that, I think instead of forcing your body to eat like suet, eat um, tallow and all these and, and like kidneys and liver and all these foods that you may not necessarily like, I don't think you should stress yourself about that because if you stress yourself from a chronometer perspective, from counting calories or nutrients to making sure that all the meat has everything that you need in a day, I think that level of stress is just not good for your body. So our bodies like to be in a parasympathetic state to eat, right? So if you're always stressed about having the perfect ideal diet and whenever someone says, oh, the meat diet's bad for you and then you're like, oh, is it? And then you start you know, going down like little rabbit holes of what amino acids block out other amino acids and what balance is this and that and the meats that have like burnt edges oh you know it's just let's stop okay i i get that all of them yes there's validity to the truth let's just stop there is truth that some of these things have adverse effects there's no question about it but if you think back to the way we were eating before the carnivore diet before keto before low carb I mean, our body sustained a lot of damage and they were still able to, for the most part, survive and possibly even do okay. So when you start getting into these nitty gritty areas of trying to perfect your diet, the reality is you're not going to be able to because there are some days you may need some more of the amino acids than other days. There may be some times where you need more fat. You have to listen to your body and not depend on a calorie calculator a nutrient calculator and also you don't want to stress your body with oh i need to make sure and eat enough suet i need to eat enough tallow i need to eat enough lard i mean it, it's a lot so let's get our bodies into a parasympathetic state and make sure that we are even digesting our foods because you can eat all the greatest foods in the world and meats and if your body can't digest it then it does not even matter that you're eating all these foods that you may not even fully enjoy so please, I think digestion is more important. And so if you enjoy eating more steaks and um, ground beef or more conventional meats, then go for it. Get yourself acclimated, get yourself adapted to this meat-based diet, and then you can venture out. Let's not complicate it because it causes so much stress 
and then you may not even be digesting or absorbing the nutrients from any of these meats and that's just a lose-lose situation number three listen to your body i know all of this kind of goes together and i don't even really know why i'm counting three numbers but i really think you should listen to your body so if there are days where you're craving a ribeye i would recommend eating the ribeye i don't think you should be like i have to have my salmon i have to have blended bone shells into calcium i need to have my vitamin c with my liver and my salmon i i really think just eat what you want and if you are eating maybe a hundred days of just ribeye i mean i think it's fine but if you would like to then incorporate maybe i'll have a little bit of salmon roe then that's fine but i don't think you should every day be like let me get the rainbow of the nose to tail diet so i need to have a little bit of all these different meats because while it's ideal it's not realistic right so i mean i would challenge you and say how are you going to ever eat out so if you are so about grass-fed grass-finished and then only eating meats that um, are nose to tail how would you ever eat out and i think let's enjoy life too let's live in reality and so there will be some days where i may have to go out and the only food options are the little sausage balls on top of a pizza and you know what i'm going to eat it i'm not going to be like no there's probably a little bit of sugar uh there's this meat is super processed yes it's not ideal but at least i get the balance of real life and being able to survive and thrive in real life I would challenge you to question if you're eating too perfect of a diet because what is the longevity of this diet then, right? I'd rather you eat meat and be able to eat it for 20 years because you may have a little bit of bacon. You may have a little bit of processed pepperoni, right? You may have a little of this and that, but it allows you to stay carnivore for the long term. And that to me is more important than having a little bit of suet, having a little bit of salmon roe, having a little bit of uh, dried organ meats. I mean, honestly, when was the first time you heard of salmon roe and suet? Okay, so guys, I just want you guys to be healthy. I want you to eat nutrient dense, but I also want to balance real life. And again, if we overly stress about forcing these foods, like can you imagine if you're eating liver and you're like, oh, oh, right? Can you imagine your body state? You're probably, your anxiety is a little higher, right? Your body's probably not in a parasympathetic state. And then you can't even really digest and absorb the food anyway. So guys, let's, Get back to basics and don't stress too much about the nose to tail. I think eventually you can add some in into your ground beef and, you know, have a better balance. But over time, right, like let's just take it simple, eat what you enjoy, and then we'll go from there. But I'd rather you guys nourish your bodies with nutrient-dense meats and for the long term. All right, guys, I hope that this has been helpful for you. I will talk to you guys soon. Send me your questions. Um, you can send it to me email. I'll put it in the show notes. And then every once in a while, I will try to answer your questions. Make sure to eat a lot of meat and take care of your body because it is the only place you have to live. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and The Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.